Welcome to the Merriman Market Analyst and Fun Astrology Saturday Financial Podcast. We have a good one today. There's going to be some good astrology in here connected both to the markets and to the mundane. Ray is in the midst of writing the 2024 forecast book, and Thomas is in the midst of narrating the mundane section. It's going to be offered this year as an audiobook on their website, so you can have that. It will, I think, be in video format is what we're talking about now, possibly, and at least audio. And it will have accompanying graphs and is going to be a great delivery. And I'm just going to tell you from what I've seen, it is a must read if you are at all interested in how the sky correlates to what's ahead of us over the next several years. Let's jump into this week's newsletter from Ray Merriman, the Dean of Financial Astrology. This is written for the week November 6th, 2023, and is being released on Saturday, November 4th. From the Wall Street Journal, Friday, bad news about the labor market is good news for stocks today. All three major U.S. indexes climbed Friday, helping them to their best weeks of the year. One reason? The latest jobs report showed hiring slowed. The U.S. added 150,000 jobs in October, below economists' projections, while the unemployment rate was slightly higher than expected. That's a sign the economy is cooling. For investors, that suggests the Fed might stop raising rates. Bond yields tumbled after the report. And this from the Wednesday Wall Street Journal after the Fed meeting. The Federal Reserve kept interest rates unchanged Wednesday. The decision marked the second consecutive meeting at which the Fed left rates unchanged after a long campaign of increases. Now Ray's commentary. So the Fed kept interest rates unchanged. This is not a surprise to readers of this column, which stated several months ago that rates would likely stabilize with Jupiter in Taurus from May 2023 through May 2024. Now the street is catching up to what Geocosmics indicated would be the case six months ago. But then again, that's the purpose of cycle and geocosmic studies. These are tools that act as leading indicators in financial markets, as well as economic, banking, and political trends. With the Fed basically saying that it has no plans to raise rates for now, global stock markets celebrated. In the U.S., equity indices had their best week of the year, with the Dow Jones rising 1,643 points. The S&P December futures contract was up 242. The strength of this rally suggests that a low of one week ago, October 27th through the 30th, which was an MMA CRD or critical reversal zone, was the start of a new cycle greater than the primary cycle, at least in the Dow Jones Industrial Average. In terms of geocosmics, this also reflects the powerful oppositions to Jupiter from both the Sun and Mars last week, plus Venus trining Uranus. Each of these aspects unfolded from October 28th through November 3rd. Whenever Mars, Jupiter, and Uranus are highlighted in the same week, big moves can suddenly erupt in stock indices. Last week was an example. We'll discuss what this means in MMA's weekly report and Tuesday's release of the monthly MMA Cycles report for subscribers. In other markets, Bitcoin and Ethereum had sharp rallies into Thursday, November 2nd. In the case of Bitcoin, it was at its highest level since May 2022. Gold and silver went basically sideways in a narrow range, reflecting their recent rallies. 
Crude oil, however, fell on Friday to $80.10, its lowest level in two months. It looks weak, but with both the Sun and Mars in opposition to Jupiter, and Jupiter co-ruling crude oil, it may be due for a reversal here. Now, let's get into the good stuff. This week's short-term geocosmics and longer-term thoughts. Beginning with a quote from Bill Maher from October 27th on his HBO show, he said, Defund the police were the three dumbest words ever uttered by the Democratic Party. And then from the Wall Street Journal on October 30th, Monday, Trump's agenda. If elected in 2024, this is what the GOP presidential frontrunner has pledged to do. Law enforcement. Defund the Federal Bureau of Investigation and the Justice Department. End quote. Ray's comments begins with a quote from last week. The cosmos is just beginning its most intense and dangerous campaigns this week and lasting through November 25th. End quote. The main celestial engine of this danger to global security is the Sun-Mars conjunction in Scorpio on November 18th. Mars represents the path of the warrior and those who engage in war games. With the sun, the warrior wants to win and is driven to be the victor in any contest. In a nation's chart, Mars represents the warrior class, or in today's modern age, a nation's military. This particular Sun-Mars conjunction is more potent than usual because, as it approaches, these two bodies will oppose Jupiter and Uranus from October 28th through November 13th. Then, as they separate from one another, they will square Saturn November 23rd through 25th. In the midst of this cycle of danger and conflict, the issue of safety escalates. In an election year, as the United States will be in 2024, this can quickly become a top priority, even more important to voters than the economy. In the United States, the issue of both local and national security is likely to be very pronounced. First, we note that in March 2024, the Lunar North Node will conjoin Chiron, the wounded healer, in Aries, the sign ruled by Mars. This also conjoins the U.S. natal and progressed Chiron. As if that were not enough, these conjunctions are in opposition to progressed Mars retrograde, debilitated in Libra. The U.S. is concerned about safety, and yet both the political parties and or their leaders are taking stands to defund the nation's major law and order agencies. There is a disconnect here that threatens the very safety that the electorate is likely to consider a top priority. These aspects have a strong correlation to the stock market. For instance, Chiron, the North Node, is a 14-year cycle, plus or minus two years. Their conjunction will happen next on March 5, 2024. The last time they conjoined was July 27, 2008, in the heart of the Great Recession. They also conjoined on October 23, 2029, shortly after the stock market made its all-time high and then began its worst collapse in history as the Great Depression got underway. In fact, in six of the last seven instances of Chiron and the North Node conjoining, the United States has been in a recession. There was another case, and there were two recessions that happened, one within a year before, and another within a year after, 1921 and 1923. 
Shorter term, both the Sun-Jupiter opposition of November 3rd and the Sun-Mars conjunction of November 18th have unusually high correlations to stock market cycles that are greater than primary types. In fact, this column has alerted readers and listeners that an 8% or greater decline would likely happen when the Sun-Mars conjunction was within an orb of 8 degrees. This has now happened in many global indices, with the lows of October 23rd through 30th. When the Sun entered Scorpio on October 23rd, Mars was sitting at 8 degrees Scorpio. From its yearly high of 35,670 on August 1st, the Dow Jones Industrial Average had dropped 9.4% to its low of October 27th. With so many hard aspects in effect October 28th through November 25th that involved the Sun, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, and Uranus, this is not a, quote, safe time in terms of personal or national security. It's also not a time when markets are likely to trade smoothly in one direction. The Sun-Jupiter opposition of Friday, November 3rd, and the Sun turning direct on Saturday, November 4th, are both powerful Level 1 geocosmic signatures at which reversals often occur. These are the most consistent correlates to primary or greater cycles in U.S. stocks. Also important will be the period of November 11th through 20th, when the Sun and Mars will be in opposition to Uranus and also forming a T-square with the Mercury-Pluto square in the chart of the New York Stock Exchange, which was founded on May 17, 1792. The wars of the world are not over yet, and neither is the likelihood of sharp price movements in financial markets, including global stock markets. And now the Q&A with Ray section. This week's question comes from subscriber Ray T., who writes, Hello, Ray. For the monthly cycle reports, I'm having trouble understanding what the best or intended trading method to use with these reports to be most successful is. Options, futures, or stocks? Thanks. Ray M's answer? Futures, if you trade them. That's what most of our price levels are based on, with the exception of cash markets like the Dow Jones Industrial Average and some of the currency markets we cover. If you don't trade futures, then stocks and EFTs will do, but you have to adjust prices to conform with those of the futures contracts. Options are only advisable when we expect a big move, such as following a primary cycle high or low each of which happens two to three times per year in most markets. We had one, for instance, with the low of October 6th in gold, in which we advised subscribers to consider outright call options or bull spreads, which had worked out very well. To learn more about how to use options when applying MMA market timing methods, consider a special webinar we will be offering on December 10th with MMTA student and veterans option trader Derek Panea. There's a link in the article on MMACycles.com that you can click for more information. Thanks for your question. Hope this addresses it. And that ends this week's newsletter. And I would just add, I do hope that those of you who enjoy listening to this will consider the audiobook version of the MMA Cycles report that is the mundane section. It is truly an insightful connection of what's going on between the sky and the mundane, especially over the next about five years as the outer planets all change signs. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to base our level up tomorrow night on some of that material, or at least some of the forecasts of what's coming ahead. 
and how we can position ourselves for high timeline living amidst it. Back on Monday. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great weekend.